0: Yes, good afternoon. It's uh, it's me again. It's Nisim, a uh, four of a kind album Minim, the show of Avat Israel, Avat Chinam Emuna, and uh, we are back. And uh, we are really appreciate that by Offer Erez had uh, the time to come to us and give us a little bit. Glitch. Hopefully, as I know, unfortunately we we uh, didn't have much time with him, and um, hopefully we have some uh, more time. And uh, we'll get more from uh, for his point of view. I would say that uh, Rabbi Of is is one one of the leading rabbis in Israel of uh, Kiruv, and uh, we we are really proud uh, to to uh, host him here and in the, in the show. We are, I want to say that uh, this this show is we as all, all we know this is Avat Israel Avat Chinam and uh Chizuka Emuna and being mechazekas that uh be close even even that seems like sometimes so many times uh difficult time uh, but we are we are is we are in in the in the time that as as robert Fer said and uh we, my friend Ya'osim Mizrahi, Rabbi Mizrahi, and all all the other Abanim, we are now in a very, very uh, crucial time, and we see that the, the the light is, you know, starting getting up, and Baruch Hashem, Amisal Am Amisal is coming up, with all all the difficulty and everything that we have, it seems like so, you know, like crucial, like the edge, like the, the you know the, the edge of the razor blade. We are just, you know, either we cut ourselves or we just Succeed to go out, uh, uh, continue that. I want to to announce, uh, Pesach. Can you announce this the, the message down and the sure. Pesach oh.
1: about the event? Yes, yeah. Amenu? okay. So today, uh, Sunday, October 25th at 7.30 in the evening at Anche Sparta in Borough Park at 4502 14th Avenue. Uh, there will be uh, an event honoring the yardset of Rachel Amenu with Rabbi Shmuel Stern, Mrs. Leah Kahan, Mrs. Shandel Blooming, and a video production. And in times such as this, what can we do? This is the video production featuring Harav Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shlita, Harav Osher Weiss, Shlita, Rebbitzin Tehila Yeager, and Rebbitzin Sipora Heller. Let's storm the heavens together with Achdus—a great show of unity. May Hashem protect Eretz Yisrael and all of Klal Yisrael and bring Moshiach with great rachamim. Now, Amen.
0: Okay, so this will be uh, as we announced before, and we said that uh, that we are that. Now we have now today uh, a special guest again. Uh, Today's uh, it's uh, welcome to our uh, dear guest, and I want to uh, to introduce. Mr. Uh, Rabbi, Mr. What? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Asulin? David. David, oh, Mr. Uh, David no. Asulin. Chacham David Asulin. Let's hear what. Uh, let's hear from you. Why you are here, basically. and. Uh, uh, I'm
2: here because Hashem sent me here.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> we want to right. thank
2: Hashem for the invitation and also you, also for the invitation, and uh, I'm not here like as a rabbi to teach you any definite Torah items. I'm here because I would like to share with you my experiences in the Torah world. Approximately 1965, I was about 25 years old or so, and uh, I went to a bed, Keneset called Shad SEO on an ocean parkway. And the, uh, the beat services ended very early. It was wintertime. And uh, a few of my friends asked me to go and hear a class upstairs Joey Bijo, uh, Ralphie Vitesh Aleva Shalom. So I really am musically inclined, and I love music. And upstairs, they had a musical class, Pismonim. And I went into the class, and I went into the wrong class because that was for music, for singing Beka Short. They told me the class is next door, and I went next door. I saw about 25 people, Ken Yudabu, sitting at a, at a table, and at the head of the table was Rabbi Svi Adier Rosenfeld Zal, got HaGa'on. One of the smartest minds that came to this world in our generations. He knew everything Baal the entire Shas. He knew the entire Zohar Kadosh, He knew Kitzvah Arizal, and so forth and so on. When I heard him speaking, it was, the English was so perfect, it was just shocking to hear a rabbi talking Torah in such understandable English. As he spoke, I noticed he didn't have a beard. He was very clean-shaven, and he had a tight yarmulke on top of his head, which also was clean-shaven. He was immaculate. His shirt and tie was beautiful. His suit was magnificent. And I even looked at his shoes, and they were shining. And he spoke Torah. The Torah he spoke jolted me. And I was so excited to hear such beautiful words. Never in my life did I hear about Hashem. As I was a young boy, I had to go to work at 12 years old to support my uh, mother. And uh, I was in the business world. As we go on, the rabbi taught me whatever I know today, Baruch Hashem. And he, he taught us how to respect Sadiqim, how to respect Rabbanim. Today is a different world. He also said, uh, Excuse me, for, uh, for those who don't understand the Zohar she said, he who says he's a rabbi, he is not a rabbi. He's nothing. The one who says he's nothing, that's the rabbi. Unfortunately, today, I hate to say this on public radio, we have a lot of rabbis, but I don't know where they got the smicha from. I don't know where they got the heksha from. But everybody, as Rebbe Rosenfeld said, one day they will come, a person will read a, a blot of Gemurah, and they'll call him rabbi. And that time has come now.
0: I want to tell you, that. <laughs> sorry, that I know that today, today, open L'Oquitem Oran, and he's talking about the, exactly the same issue. He's talking about <laughs> that. Say <laughs> so, some people call them some rabbi. This is the other side. This is the sitra And I think it's a psiman yeah. samachay, samachalev. It's it's amazing. It's a, <laughs> because we're talking yes. about all the time about. You know, unfortunately, we are, we are the olam sheker, the, yes. the world of lying. The people, we don't, we, we think that we see the truth, and it's. It, it's, it's unfortunate. We have to check ourselves so many times. If it's real, we are real. You know?
2: Yes. So as I was saying, thank you for that. Nothing is a coincidence, incidentally. As I was saying that people today, they're, they're teaching, and unfortunately, we don't check the teachers out so thoroughly. I remember about 25 years ago, 20 years ago, I spoke to a rabbi who was in charge of a big yeshiva, he was the rabbi of the yeshiva, and he told me the saddikim, they were just, uh, you know, you know, not really anybody, you know, this world is different, and the, and the scientists, and all this stuff, and I said, this man is crazy. How could he be the rabbi of the big yeshiva? And I was after him for 10 years, and the committee never listened to me that he that hired him. The end result was he was attacking students in his office, Girls and boys, and finally they went to jail, but no one listened to me when I said this man is not right. They think because you come from, you know, love, you're a hammerer, you you know you're crazy. Your head is in the wall. This is all ridiculous talk. The time now, I'm not here to make you make tissue bad or or give you any any Torah uh, highlights. I'm here to tell you. It's all over. Give up. All the Jews in the world have to give up. Give yourself to Hashem. This is the most important time of our lives. What you see today is unbelievable. And if we don't join each other in praying and davening and loving each other, we're going to be in big trouble. So I'm here to tell you from the words of my Rebbe who taught me, it's time to get together and have shalom. Those who say, you know, these rabbis uh, from the, from the uh, Hasidut, you know, they're crazy, they wear long si- We don't know anything what Hashem does. I, I mean, we, we have no idea, but we have to be together. So when I was uh, at the time making Teshubah, when I was about 25 years old, I drove in my car, I had a big fancy 1964 Cadillac convertible, four doors. Whoa. Whoa. Blue, beautiful blue color get, like Hashem's sky, and white seats. A gas station in the next suite. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened? I was driving around, and one of my friends, Rabbi Murray Maselton, aleve shalom, told me, let me go for a ride in that beautiful car. I said, no, you're a rabbi. You don't need this. You'll get one in heaven. He said, no, no. So we got in the car. We started to drive in the car, and sure enough, he tells me, There's a school strike, the Goyim school is on strike, and all the Jewish kids that go to Goyim school are playing in the streets. The ones that go to yeshiva, they they weren't on strike. So we drove around, I said, why don't we get these kids together? We started piling these kids in the car, and they all want to go for a ride. And we told them about Torah and how they should leave the Goyim school and come and join the yeshiva. To make this very short, we gathered 150 children, Ken Yir-Buh, 150 in the school strike. We placed them in yeshivas and most of them didn't want them because these kids don't have any background. And finally, we brought them to the Brighton Yeshiva and the Rabbi, Ashkenaz Rabbi was so nice, I told him we have 150 kids. And he told me, where am I going to put them? First of all, we teach Ashkenaz. Second of all, we don't have Sephardic teachers. Third of all, where am I going to put them? I said, Rabbi, you have to take them. I told him, I'll give you $40,000. There's only six months left for this school to take these kids and try to teach them Aleph, Bed anything. So he saw that I was so nervous and so sincere about this, he accepted. Now, I gave him a check for $40,000. I am not one of those that have million dollars in the bank. At that time, I had about $142 in the bank. And I made out a check to the rabbi for 40000 I told him, hold it for a few weeks, and I'll tell you when to deposit it. Baruch Hashem, after a few weeks came, we tried to gather the money, and Baruch Hashem, we were successful collecting money from all different places. And these kids went to Brighton Yeshiva. Today, from those 150 kids, Maybe there's a thousand or more that go to yeshivot, their children's children, and and most of them went on to yeshiva educations, and most of the other people became rabbis. We have rabbis in the Sephardic community today that went to Brighton Yeshiva. When you hear Brighton Yeshiva, you know that was Murray Masselton and Levi Shalom or David Esselin. We put them in there. We could never have this koah unless we had the... The koah of the rabbi, Rabbi Rosenfalzal. I asked him, what should we do? He says, keep getting them, keep getting them. You have to understand. We kept getting more children. And the rabbis that taught after school in the, in the, in the shul, they, they had 30 students, some had 20 students, you know, after school. They were trying to learn Torah, And they were very much against me. And it was like a war. One rabbi told me, you're taking away my talmidim. What am I going to do if you take them all to yeshiva? I said, Rabbi, you should be happy that I'm taking them to the yeshiva. They're going to be there all day long with a yarmulke on. So time went by. Rabbi Rosenfalzal taught us. All of a sudden, he comes up. You cannot eat anything but glatt kosher. No one in Brooklyn, when I tell you, a handful of people would know what glot kosher was at this time. Nobody. Even the chief rabbi, I don't want to mention names, <laughs> nobody had glot kosher. They had glot kosher in Halab in Syria. When they came to this country, there was no glot kosher butchers. And the rabbis in Halab told them in Syria, told them, eat regular kosher, and when you get a chance, you'll find the rabbi to know how to make it glot kosher. And that's and the rabbi said glot kosher. People came and started to throw, uh, although we could say they were throwing stones at us. You're a rabbi, he's telling us something. Are you saying that my grandfather ate taref? He ate treif? I said, no, he's saying all Sephardic people are to to eat glad kosher. If you're Ashkenaz, you don't have that problem. What happened was the Ashkenaz took over the Sephardic custom of glad kosher. And as we know today, it's so popular, but in those days, Glad Kosher was like, oh my gosh, these guys are crazy, where do you get it? Then he came up with the idea of, uh, of Halav Yisrael, And then he came up with the idea, Rabbi Rosenfeld Zal said, every kid should walk with a yarmulke in the streets. The yeshiva guys, the Sephardic yeshiva guys, they're going to yeshiva and they're not wearing the yarmulkes outside. They take it off and put it in their pocket. They all should wear it in the street. The fathers and and grandfathers came again at us. We are Sephardim. We don't do this. This is not our custom. Listen to me carefully. The Sephardic people are the most fabulous people in the world. The most, the most people, you can never believe how much money they donate, and their heart is with the Torah. But in certain cases, they just couldn't, couldn't take to it. So here we had that problem, and then we're telling the ladies that they have to go to the mikvah, there was only one mikveh on 67th Street in Brooklyn at the time that the ladies used to go to, maybe a handful from the whole community. And then people used to say, there they go again, now they want us to go to the mikvah. Some ladies actually went to the kitchen sink, put the water on their head, made their head wet. When the husband call, comes home, the hair is all wet, and, they'd, and he'd say, where are you? She says, I was at the mikvah. But meanwhile, she took a... Uh, a head bath in the, in the in the sink, because they were so against it, and so so uh, everything was a problem. Everything became a problem. Then it came time we got married. My wife and I shaydl basleya, shlita. and Rabbi Zal said she has to wear a shadle. A shadle. Oh my gosh! Here we go again. Here's another halacha that we're gonna we're gonna have a Adam bomb with. So she was one of the first Sephardic ladies in all of Brooklyn to ever wear a shedle, and Rabbi Hakam Yosef Raful's wife wore a shedle, and that's all I could know that I testify they were the first two wearing shedles. Unfortunately, as years went by, Hakam Yosef Zal said, the ladies, the shedles is not good, but the ladies should wear hats. Now, this was a big blow to me because we fought for 20 years about shadows, and now he said the shadows was not good, and I was very, very taken back. And I had discussions about Hashem, with him, and uh, till today, ladies are wearing shadows. Those who wear hats call Now we have the problem here of what? Of talking Torah. We're talking about Sadiqim. Rabbi Roosevelt's talking about uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochazel. Bereshit. Who's Bereshit? He used to say, who's Bereshit? What is Hashem saying? Who's the head of the house? Rabbi Shimon ben Yechazel. His name is in the word Bereshit. So from here we know the Zohar Kadosh is very, very high and very kosher and very explicit, and it's the head of the Torah. Unfortunately, in those days... People say they don't learn the Zohar Kadosh. They don't. They don't learn Arizal Kabbalah. You have to be crazy. You got to learn for forty years and forty nights and learn the whole Gemara, and then maybe you could pick up one page of the Zohar Kadosh. So therefore, whoever's learning the Zohar Kadosh is crazy, and Arizal Ad, Ad, is crazy. But wake up, people! Give up with all this fighting. Learn the truth. We have Sadiqim. You cannot go beyond their power. We need the Sadaqim to pray for us. We hold the Sadaqim. We went to uh, Uman in 1965. We went to Uman. I came back from Uman, my rabbi, we were maybe seven, eight people on the trip. I came back to a place called Bradley Beach, New Jersey, and all the Sephardic people who knew me said, oh, there's David Hassoulin, he turned communist. Why did I turn communist? I went to Russia. <laughs> I went to see the Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman. And this went on and on, and they used to make fun. And then we go to Eretz Chisrael, Rebbe Rosenfalzal, used to take men, women, children. He didn't care, 40, 50 on a bus. Go to Eretz Israel. And what did the people say when we come back? They went to pray on the graves. This is ridiculous already. It's ridiculous. We're not praying to the people buried under the ground. We're asking them for their help. And, and asking us to help us, represent us in their zechut, may we be zocher, to see the Mashiach. So I had a big debate once with a, a lawyer, and he was a, also considered like a rabbi in one of these schools. I don't want to say which one. And he tells me, We don't need anybody to pray to. We have Hashem. We have Hashem to pray to. You guys are crazy. I said, No, no, you got it wrong. You're crazy. Would you represent yourself if you had a murder trial? Would you, would you represent yourself or would you get the best lawyer in the world? And I mean, wake up. You need the Sadiqim. Don't be afraid to open up and don't be afraid to hug the grave of a Sadiq, Whether it's a Lubavitcher, Rebbe, whether it's going to be Shabom ben Yuchayzal, Rebbe Nachmanzal, Arizal. These are, this is our hope. Now with this, I want to say one thing now. We are now designing a special, special prayer because the country is so up, uptight and everything is going backwards as far as we're concerned with the Yehudim and peace on earth. and So we design, when I say we, my name is David Asuland, is designing as I speak now. In, uh, in uh, about 30 days of the 11th of Kislev Be'ezrat Hashem, we are designing to say to the whole world, to say Tikkun Haklali Olamit, which means the 10 chapters of Nabi Nachman. Put those Tehilim's together. Say these 10 chapters. We're starting Bezlat Hashem in Yerushalayim at 8 o'clock in the evening. New York City will be 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And in Australia, will be 8 o'clock the next day. Every country will have their time exactly if we all say, I guarantee you the world is going to change for all the Yehudim. The Mashiach, you could bring Mashiach. How? Figure, do the math. Every place, if they only have 500,000 saying the Tikkun HaKlali, minimum is 5 million people and one time. Talk it to Hashem. This is the greatest thing the world will ever see. We don't take away from the Sadiki; we're adding to it. So Rabotai, be aware. Is that Hashem? On uh, the 11th of Kislev, which is Rebbe, every your side, and it so happens to be Jonathan Pollock is coming out of jail that day. We're gonna say the Tikkun Well I mean be look around. You'll see it on the radio, on the television, and the internet, and everybody should tell their children, their grandfather, their gra- everybody should say this Tikunaklili. It's not breast love. It's 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 10 chapters of the pulses, 10 pulses of the body. When you say it for yourself, you're saying it to cure yourself and cure the whole world. So, Bezat Hashem, with the Zichut of all the Sadiqim. Abraham, Isaac, Yaakov, David, and Shalomor. Rabbi Shimon ben Ya'chazal Arizal. She said, All the saddikim ha'ameteim and Rabbi Nachman ben Vega should be upon us to give us the koah. Rabbi Roosevelt said the, the Israelis, they're fighting with guns. They're fighting with uh, with planes. They're fighting with cannons. We, what are we doing? He said, We have to say Tehillim. That's our power. If the Jews say to Tehillim, we can overpower the enemy. If anybody's against the Jews, I feel sorry for them. Please, Rabbotai, I'm not gonna talk too much longer because we could go on forever. But the thing is, be together, be in simcha, be in be in happiness. Rabbi Nachman says, what is the key to this world? Simcha, simcha, simcha. To be happy, happy, happy. What is he saying? You can't be in atzvut, don't get depressed. Those of you who are depressed, Read the Tikkun and, and get the ten pulses from your body working in the right way, where the Tikkun will help you. This is this is a revelation that is unbelievable. Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says also Hit Portedut. What does he mean Hit Dut? We are talking now Hit Portedut to talk to Hashem privately. A person davens, shahid arbit. wonderful. And he davens before he goes to sleep, wonderful. And clearly, saw it, wonderful. But Rabbotai Rabbi Nachman is giving us a tip. Talk to Hashem in your own language. Pour your heart out to Hashem. First, tell him, thank you. Thank you, Hashem. Then, tell him your problems. This is a secret weapon that nobody could block in heaven. This is the is the hit and the other one you have is the tikuna and I'm going to say now. I want to
0: first of all, I wanted to, to add something about the boreduit. It's uh, the, the, this is the, the I think the old weapon that I think from uh, Avraham Avinu. It boreduit. It always was by us, and uh, it's uh, with all uh, Rabbi Nachman is he, he brought it may, maybe more wider, but uh, all the big rabbis, everybody is doing. He used to do it. Chachamim, used to do pray nine hours a day, nine hours a day. One hour before the Amidah, Amidah one Amidah, and one hour uh, late. This is unbelievable. This uh, the connection between us and the Baruch This is the this is the time. This is the time that, uh, as you say it a person knows how to say to darba thank you takadosh bakhou thank you God that you gave me this opportunity to to see this and i want to ask you know because you know you, we, right now i see a story in front of my eyes you know, you know especially in the in the you know brooklyn community and syria the uh, Sephardi community cuz it's very you know for for people outside there and looking at the, I, I would never imagine that we have a breast lever in in a Sfadi community. <laughs> it's, it's something that very strange. And when I when I met uh, Maya uh, uh, Savdi, and you know, this was like for me the first time uh, that I, I heard that we have a, a breast lever in, in. And then suddenly I found that you guys were in in Uman even before. Everybody go to other one, you know, in and yes, 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 yes. It's it's amazing. It's like, can you tell us a little bit about these trips because
2: it's very. Uh, First of all, I wanna, I wanna uh, say in memory of uh, Rabbi Sheik Aliver Salom, who was just niftar uh, about a year ago or so. He was uh, one of the great Breslover Hasidim that we have in the world, and I wanna say, of Belyuch Chaim Rosen, I live a shalom. And I want to say of Michael Dorfman, I live a shalom. And I want to say Rabbi Moshe Bernstein, I live a shalom. Rabbi Nachman Bernstein, I a shalom. Rabbi Sibiade Lippel, I live shalom. Shmo Shapiro, I live a shalom. We have many Sadiqim that was unreal. You want to know about how we went to Uman, I'll tell you how. We went every day, Rebbe Rosensville and I, and dipped in the mikvah every morning, and all we said was, Uman, 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 under the water. I used to say, Rebbe, we're going to get waterlogged every morning, (laughs) dipping up and down, Uman, Uman, Uman. Finally, we got permission to go to Uman, a handful of people, in Russia, behind the Iron Curtain. And we went to Uman, Baruch Hashem. It took us over a week because we had to get permission in every country. Moscow, you need a visa. Kiev, you need a visa. Kiev to Oman, you need a visa. And then you could go to the scene for exactly two minutes. And then you must go immediately on the bus. So I'm going to tell you a story that my, my Rebbe, Rev Michal Dorfman Zal, loved. And he, he enchanted this story so close to him. When I was, uh, in 1970, I had, uh, my son was one year old and my daughter was one month old. And we went to Uman. My wife, I told her we're going to Uman. She said, are you kidding? We're going to take the children with us. What? Who can tell their wife they're going to go to the Iron Curtain and take the babies with you? We went on the plane. She was very nice. And I want to say, yes, for being uh, behind me all these years. We got on the plane. We went to Uman. We got to Uman. And I had my little son, one year old, and my daughter, one month old. Whoa. We got off the bus. I took my daughter in the basket, put her on the scene, and my son was running around by the scene. At those days, there was no scene. It was a sidewalk. And everyone said, taking a trolley. And the lady says, out. Everybody out. Two minutes is up. It wasn't a backyard of the lady. A backyard, yeah. Yeah. backyard of the lady was a sidewalk and a house to go to the garden. So what happened? I left the baby on the scene. And we got on the bus. They closed the doors and I started screaming, stop the bus, stop the bus. And the Russian uh, guards, the ladies, they were like football players. What do you (laughs) want? What do you want? I said, I forgot my baby on the scene. I got to go get the baby. What do you mean? Where's the The basket? She says, vai, vai. open the door. I grabbed Rabbi Rosenfelsal's hand. I said, Rabbi, go get my baby. I'm too nervous to get her. <laughs> so he went out again. He said, Another ticket of Clully. While he was saying, Ticket Clully, the lady was getting nervous. I said, I'll go get him. And we both still stood there saying, Ticket the of Clully, one more time. <laughs> when we got on the bus, he told me, Yes, Shikaya, you saved me a whole trip to come back for one more ticket of Clully. And Rav Mikl used to love that story because of the, the excitement that it brought. What did we used to do? We used to take food with us. We used to rent an apartment, a dollar a night for a bed. We used to fill up the bathtub. That was the water. There's no toilet. They shut the water, the Russians. They shut the water. They shut the electric. It's freezing So we had to cook, we had to take the water out of the bathtub and make tea with it. I mean, it it takes a lot of courage to do all that. We went through all that, we had our own food there, we came back successful, Baruch Hashem. One year we went from uh, Uman to Yerushalayim, and at the airport for the first time that we went, there was about 60, 70 breasts of a Hasidim waiting for us. They They heard some Jews went to Uman just to hold our hands and dancing with us, they were happy. So, Baruch Hashem, and it, and it went forward and forward. After years went by, I was gifted with the with the gift of being the uh, chairman of Uman. Now, go figure this out. The of Yeah, Rav, Rav, <laughs> Rav, 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 Rav Michal Dorfman said, you have to run the place. Now, here's a, a Sephardic Jew without a beard, without payas. He's going to tell all these Hasidim what to do, when to do it. They're not going to believe it. But Baruch Hashem... My nephew, Ronnie Safdi and I, we ran Uman for many years. We paid for all the water, the gas, the electric, the garbage, the police was in my store, I have a retail store, she came in, she's from California, so she, she saw the book, Uma, so my son was in Uma, I saw really, wonderful, and my grandson, I said, that's wonderful, how did they get there? I don't know, they're crazy, they went from California. She was very wealthy, I says, would you mind giving us a small check for, for donation? She says, for that, I'll never give you a penny. I said, let me ask you a question, your son came home okay, your grandson came home okay, correct? She said, yes. Don't you think somebody was watching, we had armed guards watching all the Jews, we had Uzis, don't you think that's why they came home, otherwise you really would be in trouble? Who knows what would happen? And this is how the world is, but today, all this breast-lover business is all bubba mices with these people. Put down, put down your guns, pick up your Tehillim, pick up the Tikkun and, and thank Hashem for where we are.
0: It's no question. You know what? Uh, this is one thing that Yetzirah, you know, the, 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 the other side is when he sees a lot of Kudusha, a lot of things that uh, happen, he stick on it, you know? And uh, we have to be uh, trying to be uh, as, as strong as possible and be connect ourselves with the uh, Atzadikim and the kadosh Baruchot This is the only way for us, for Am to survive because when you starting uh, getting all these kind of chandeliers and all these kind of plaques in the walls and all this <laughs> kavod and the white elephant here and white elephant there and they donate under, uh, you know hundreds of, uh, with all the respect I, lo- I love Sefer uh, Torah, you know, Sefer Torah I love but it's time to stop it Time to, to start to put the money in the right place in the yeshivot, put your money on, on the people, that the people themselves will start finding it because we, so many things that would say, it was a Bible meister A lot of Bible message, a lot of thing yeah. here. What well, you know, there's something that's, uh, that we have to do. That's why we have this radio to come in to do the awareness and bring us, us, and not other people, because I cannot change nobody. I cannot change nobody, only myself. And trying to be close to Kadosh Baruch Hu.
2: I would like to say to you that with all this koach that we have and all this fire, I would like to thank Rabbi Shalom Arush for being so close to me. I would also like to say <clears throat> uh, a big yeshikaya. They say if you want to know a rabbi, look at his talmidim. I could show you rabbis in, in different places. Where's the Talmudim? I don't see any Talmudim. I see people going to Shul on Shabbos and going to Shabbat Shalom, finished. But where's the Talmudim? But you want to see Talmudim? I'm going to show you Talmudim. Rabbi Rosenfalzal. One of his Talmuds is Rabbi Shalom Goldman. He's a, he's a guy on in the Torah. He writes every week, Pira of the week. It's on the internet, Rabbi Goldman. Look what we have. That's one of his students. We have also rabbi. We want to give thanks to Rabbi Nusson Maiman. Rabbi Nusson Maiman has been teaching Torah since Rabbi Zal's Yotzai. And he's in Yerushalayim. And he comes to America. And he gives classes throughout the world. And last but not least, I'd like to thank Rabbi Chaim Kramer. We are all the students of Rabbi Zal. Rabbi Chaim Kramer, Kramer single-handedly took all the Brester books, turned them into English, turned them into Russian, and thousands of people made teshuvah from his books. He is also one of the students. I'm a little one at the bottom, but the Shem. together we can all build a great economy of Jews to see the light, to see Mashiach. Isn't that the Shem? Amen,
0: amen. I just, uh, I want to say that we, I know that uh, your, your nephew is not here. He's supposed to be here, no? Yes. Yeah, and he, why, why, he got
2: tied up. Maybe he got afraid.
0: <laughs> okay, no, because we, uh, <laughs> not for me, it was for me. <laughs> but I want to say
2: one other thing. Yes, yeah, uh,
0: you have the time.
2: One other Kiddush for the hadush I wanna congratulate all the women. Nobody knows how great these women are. From what I heard yesterday, I don't know, millions of people made challah. I don't know how many, I'm not sure, but I heard all over the world they were making challah, which is a great, great, great mitzvah. One of the biggest mind-boggling things to me is when a lady gets pregnant, she carries the baby for nine months, and every little kick and R and E, she's there. And the baby gets born. It's a boy, Mazeltov. It's a boy. When's the Mila? And the Mila comes. This lady could bring her baby, give it to her, give it to the rabbi, give it to the sandek, give it to the rabbi, and cut blood should come out of him and cut his skin. And the baby's crying. How do they have the koah? It's a miracle that these women carry the baby for nine months and given it to you to cut the milah and the blood in the baby screaming. These are the wonders of Hashem. Hashem gave the women koah. They also, with the Shabbos candles, all the women should light candles at least 10 minutes before time, especially now. So, so we, we should have mazal. And all the women should go to the mikvah. Don't be afraid, it's clean water. Today they have mikvahs that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Millions. Millions of, Millions dollars. of dollars. So, Hashem, with all these women doing the mitzvot, and all the men going to re- say now, Hashem, Tikuna klami I'm sure the world will change in our favor. I'm, I'm sure so. Thank as you. As you, so sure. thank, you sure. thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Zulian, <laughs> Rabbi Asulin. and I, I really want, want to appreciate that you take the effort to come here from uh, the long dis a long distance, and you come to to give us your point of view and your history, a little bit story about uh, all all the community here. I want to say that. Uh, we are planning uh, some kind of trip to uh, Ukraine, basically Kibbutz uh-huh. Adikim, and uh, with uh, with your nephew and the Beza Shem. We'll see, I don't know. will see something. Right. I want to tell you that uh, one of the, the highlights for me in in Ukraine was the the Balshemt of yes. uh, uh, Shul and the Balshemt of Mikveh. Yes, yes. It's really a, a, ama- amazing. Uh, right. Right. It's right. it's really a, was something that. Uh, I, I told I told my kids you know if I had the chance to tell you you know I would go live over there it's it's funny but it, it's not, you know I really I found myself
2: uh, in the Mesa Beach <laughs> I want to take the opportunity, being as chairman, so-called chairman, of uh, the CN and, and the Cloys, which incidentally I could leave you with this story if you like. I like you. <laughs> uh, in in memory of Rebbe Rosenfeld. After his uh, passing, I made a minyan in my house in Deal, New Jersey. And we said we're going to have Keen minyan. We accounted for nine people. We were short one in the whole Deal, New Jersey. This wow. is 40 years ago, maybe. So we used to have one boy, a press level boy, one of the students drive from Brooklyn to come to my house to deal to be the 10th for the minyan of Nitz. Oh. So we had the minyan. If it's snowing, we knew he going to be five minutes late or 10 minutes late. From this house that we had the minion, we moved from my house to another house that I owned and used it as a shul. The police were after us. It's against the law. You can't have a shul in a residential section. And as we went on, we bought a house on, on the block, one block from me, and we made it an official shul. Every Shabbos, I used to get a ticket, $500, because we have a shul on Shabbos. They were against the law. You can't just open a shul. You need a license. You got to go to the city. You got to go to the courts. So Baruch Hashem, I fought them for 18 years. Whoa. You want to know the power of Sadiqim? I'm going to just explain it to you. The power of the Sadiqim gives you the drive, gives you the fight. 18 years I went to, to court with the goyim to fight about a shul, and I had Rav Michael Dorfman praying every time I was in the courtroom. And Baruch Hashem, we won the case. We won the case, we have a court, uh, we won the courtroom case. We made the shul, official shul and deal. The second shul and deal that was ever there. Comes a time, people used to love our shul. There's no speeches, nothing. We make uh, beautiful prayers and that's it. And we have the best hazan in the world, Rabbi Yehiel Nahari. He's Uh our hazan till today. So he started with us when he was 13 years old. So what happened now? We have a shul, and one of my friends, I don't mind to say his name publicly, Joe Carey. Joe Carey is a philanthropist. He's a sadiq. He, he, he loves to give siddhaqa. He says, if you guys want, I'll build you a beautiful shul. Tear down this house, and I'll make a beautiful shul. So how could we refuse? So we did it. So we made a beautiful shul. My friend Maurice Cohen, and watched them build every day. And uh, they had the design. I redesigned it. And and finally, the shul was built. Six months go by. The name of the shul was Svi La Sadiq. Six months go by. Joe Carey comes to me. You know, the name is difficult for, for Sephardim to say, to make out checks, Svi La Sadiq. We don't even know how to spell it. How about if we change the name? I said, oh, I'm waiting for him for that. I was waiting. I know he <laughs> wants to change the name. He, you know, he put up a few million dollars. Yeah. He wants to. I said it costs you hundred thousand. He said I'll pay you. I said okay. I'll let you know tomorrow. I called up Rav Michal, I live in Shalom. Rav Moshe Bernstein, I live in Shalom. I said I have an offer of a hundred thousand dollars to change the name of Svila Sadiq to another name, which was today Safra. And what do you think? We could take this money and we could build a cloister in Uman. So they said we'll let you know. A little bit while later, they let me know, take the money. I took the money. The name of the shul today and deal is Safra. But we took the 100,000. I went to deal. We bought the, the facilities and we built the shul, the cloister. Over 10,000 people pray there every Rosh Hashanah in one building. And this started from where? From Brooklyn to deal to Oman. So look how Hashem works. Look how, Hashem, this is a miracle that you could build a place in Uman. They killed us with the prices and all the gangsters yeah. and all that stuff. Baruch Hashem, today we have the, the shul there in Uman, and we need, we need 10 more shuls. Last year, Baruch Hashem, we had 57,000 people oh. that came to Uman. 57,000 Ken yirbu. And I'm inviting whoever's listening to this nation also to come to Oman and bring whoever you can, and we'd love to have you. Bizrat Hashem. we all should be zocher to see shalom ba'aretz, shalom Yisrael. Bizrat Hashem. Call to And here's my nephew Safti. Better I, late a, than a, never.
0: <laughs> can you join us uh, for a few minutes? I will. But... <laughs>
2: You have to understand, coming to this radio station, you have to walk up one, two, three, four large uh, parts of steps. By the time you get up here, you're, you're tired. You want to go um, to sleep.
0: Mr. Sule. Yes. You, you pay to the gym normally, no? Yeah, don't we pay. don't have to <laughs> pay to the gym. <laughs> I have our <a> own gym here. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. I said every, every step that I say, go up. I said okay. Baruch Hashem, I can do it, you know? Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Baruch, Baruch Hashem. 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 Toda likol, uh, every, every moment Hashem. that we can move.
2: He's my it, nephew, uh, uh, Maya. Ma, I
0: ma, uh, want to talk about, you know, maybe the yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah, all right, uh, first of all, welcome. I know that a little Thank bit you. late. Uh, I want to say it's uh, talking about something that if may, you know, I know that we are trying to do some uh, trip to uh, to uh, 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 what do you call it? The Ukraine, uh, Uman, uh, and other kim. So what what do, you, what do you have in mind if you have
1: something? Well, Bezeret Hashem. First, I want to acknowledge. We're sitting here next to my uncle David Asulin, and uh, I was uh, caught up somewhere. I just got here, and I heard a lot of the the interview. I think we're very lucky to have him here and uh, telling us some of the history about what uh, what people used to have to go through uh, years ago, thirty, forty, however many years ago, that the Misiru Nefesh that they had to go through in order to get to Uman, something that today, Baruch Hashem, the uh, doors have been opened, and it's uh, you know today it takes. You know, just a few hours. You get on the plane. There's direct flights. You get off. It's really, uh, really pretty uh, painless. Whereas in those days, they would have to spend a week, two weeks, just to be able to go to Oman for just a matter of minutes. Incredible, Mr. nefer. So, Baruch Hashem, it's uh, it's an honor to have him here, and I'm glad that he uh, shared some of his stories with uh, with the uh, with the audience. Uh, we try and do a trip every year around uh, the time of Rosh Chodesh Nissan. And uh, we're lucky to have Nisim join us this past year. Thank you for... And it's a very inspiring trip. It's well planned out. It's, uh, it's a trip where we visit uh, Rabbi Nachman in Oman. We visit the Sion over there. It's a very inspiring trip. We have Rabanim, Chazanim. We have a, a really beautiful experience. We also go around to the different Sadiqim. Uh, of course, the Baal Shem Tov is there. Rabbi Tan of Breslov is there. Reblev Yitzchak Mibar is there. Amongst many other Sadiqim. So this is a trip that... Bezrat Hashem, over the next few months we're going to be working on more of the details and I hope uh, Nisim will invite us to be able to come back.
0: Uh... No, I want to share it with all our listeners, you know, because it's really important. Sure. I, I get a lot from this uh, tour and I think that uh, every one of us that want to, to raise himself spirituality and come up, it's 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 must uh, have a, this kind of... Uh, trip, you know, I believe that we have all over the world uh, the Kvetsa, the Kim and all this but this is something unique especially in Uman that you know that over there was 30,000 about 30,000 people, uh, Jewish people slaughtered for there because they were believed and they didn't want to convert. This is something that it's it's really uh, only on the, on the places over there I I mentioned that the Bal Shem Tov Shul that I really felt that it's really sharis shamayim niftachim opening you know it's really something unbelievable, and I don't mention mentioned that Rabbi Levin Bartishov and uh, the Malach you know it's we, sure. we have a lot of uh, things that really are raising up for ourselves and bemed Baruch Hashem it was really very uh, great great trip and it was uh, thank you for inviting us you know to be the part of this trip. And I really are uh, saying that uh, it's very important that many people that is, can do it, and we we can uh, join together. Bezat Hashem. Bezat Hashem, like we, we, work, said, over, we the next,
1: uh, over the next few months, we'll come up with more of the details, and we'll share it with the sibud, and whoever was able to join, will uh, will be in touch with that Hashem.
0: Okay, so I so I, I really want to thank you for all all the you know that's coming here. I know before we had the Araf over Erez. Yes, you know, it was it's the new sure. house, right? Sure. It's, it was a really privilege to to that, and I want to thank all to our listeners. Thank you to Toda and I, I would say I will finish with my favorite uh, opening and how good Hashem, you know, Toda Rabah Lakadosh B'chol.
3: העניין שייתהפך הכל לתודה מי צדרה גדולה להיות נ wonderfully עם הביא העניין שייתהפך הכל לתודה מי צדרה גדולה להיות תודה טוב השם איזה טוב השם איזה טוב! איזה טוב! איזה טוב השם! כמה טוב השם! כמה טוב השם! כמה טוב! כמה טוב! כמה טוב השם! תודה רבה לך 아� pras על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו תודה רבה לך על אמונה שאתה נותן לנו איזה טוב השם איזה טוב השם kama tob kama tob kama 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 toda al kol toda shani toda al kol toda shani eh eh جمال السير هايال دول هودات لسم هودات لسم جمال السير هايال اي يا يا لقيت كل باباكر هزن ونخو بدنا ندجيت باباكر ومكر هزن ولا خبالنا التوابخ جدوله ايش התובה اخي גדולה גדולה שיכול
1: קבל